morning ladies and gentlemen you're most welcome to today's podcast this morning we are really so much happy to receive you thank you for loving christ by the grace of god i know everyone is really very very okay by the grace of god we're still believing for the father for his mercy and his love i thank you for the time that you invested in to come in this conference starting today right now by the grace of god my name is jita john bosco by the grace of god anytime our moderator is going to be joining us and we work together ladies and gentlemen such a wonderful and wonderful time we have nice speakers pastor john paul is already in the house pastor davis is already in the house we have jovia thank you for joining and the rest of people who are still coming please let people know that we have already reached here let them join us and really we worship together we praise together we learn together god's word the conference is called the singles conference and <laughs> we are in the book of colossians chapter 3 yes from verse uh, 14 16 and other verses that we are going to look at we are looking at the entire context of what really we are trying to uh, follow and really want to learn in this case one thing i you are not going to remain the same god knows everything and he's, he knows your destiny he knows your life at this juncture as we are waiting for others to join us in jesus name just a few of time we are going to start with prayer by the grace of god we're going to start with prayer and i'm going to request pastor john paul to prepare he's going to pray with us after uh, when, after this break by the grace of god
of course I know it's a wonderful music. Everyone really would love to continue loving this. And <laughs> by the grace of God, in just uh, two minutes, by the grace of God, I'm going to request Pastor John Paul to dedicate this service. If at all you can, wherever you are, I just want you to dedicate this conference as we are starting tonight at uh, this morning, this moment, please. You pray for us by the grace of God, and we are ready to receive the anointing of God, moving in this anointing, learning throughout the two days. Singles Conference, love and submission, that is the theme that we are going to be talking about. How do we love submission? I will talk the rest of things after. Let's welcome Pastor John Paul uh, to open us in prayer. Yes, Pastor John Paul. Pastor John Paul, you have unmute yourself. Yes, we can hear you now. Please. Yeah, we can hear you now. I'm sure he has. I didn't know that pastor was meaning me and Joseph Pobat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joseph Po, Joseph Po, okay. Okay, pastor, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. sure. Amen. We shall rejoice and be glad in it by the power of his mercies. This is out of worship, ministries, international Africa, we are so much humble to have you. Everyone has just joined, just feel at home. This is a big family, which includes very people from Asia, East Africa, North Africa, wherever you're streaming in from. I pray you get much blessed this day and the day of tomorrow. It is a simple conference where God is going to do us good. This is what I'm promising you. God is going to do us good. Tell a friend to tell a friend that this is the conference that someone has to attend in person because we are going to learn about so many things and God is going to bless us. Okay, let's some solves and we pray because I've been given this opportunity to lead in a prayer. Father, in the precious blood of Jesus, we are so much humbled to be before you. We recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit. We are so much blessed to have you here, Father. Just bless us as we are going to hear special words from different people, special messages from different people who have been anointed by the grace of God to talk to the hearts of the people. Father, as we listen in from you, may we be blessed. May we receive that transformation we've been yearning for. May our hearts be transformed deeply. May we continue to dwell in your presence for the rest of our days. May we continue to travel in this journey of salvation with you, Lord. May we continue to dwell in the blood that you shed at the cross of Calvary. May we continue as singles 
to learn more of you, Lord. As we prepare for marriages and ministry, may you continue to bless us. May you continue to transform us. As we're going to hear from different speakers you've been given today, Father, we soak ourselves into the blood of Jesus. Open up our hearts to learn, to yield to your knowledge, Father. In the name of Jesus, we've prayed and believed. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Paul. Uh, such an awesome pastor. We really believe. Thank you so much. I know you want now to enter into Magalakate Kuyengira Mumoyo, but okay, the Twin Nature Twino Yengira Mumoyo, music, Akuto Mubabiro. Yeah, singles conference, we are starting off today, and this is the time. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to greet your neighbor in the commentary section. Send a message, at least telling two or three people welcoming them in the singles conference. Already, we are in the church, we are already in the church. Therefore, um, at this juncture, I don't want to make it easy. Our moderator already is in the house. One thing that you need to know, we are going to talk about love and submission, and really, it means a lot. But, in that case, as we are dealing with such, this, this, this is, this, these are some, some of the things that you need to know. Feel free to ask questions. Feel free to supplement. Feel free to give your idea or your opinion, and it will make sense. At the end of the day, we shall have a section of uh, question and answer. All the preachers that are going to preach on Thursday, they are going to have a session of question and answer. And they, some of them they know, others I'm going to communicate to them. So that you can ask a question and you will be answered. Other questions are already asked in the group, and I will just transfer them and I will bring them in the next session. Afternoon, we have another speaker. Again, at night, we have another speaker. Tell your friend, we have three speakers a day, so you should not miss at least any time or any day by the grace of God. In a short break I'm taking, I'm coming back with a moderator. Ladies and gentlemen, let me hope, uh, Madam Penny, you're very clear and you're fine. Can I please hear your voice? I think there I'll be encouraged. <laughs> How are you today? How has been your day? I'm really happy to see you on this show. Yes, Madam Penny. Yes, uh, good morning to everyone. Morning. How are you? Good afternoon, if it's good afternoon outside. Good evening, if it's an evening outside, and I hope everyone is doing great. Personally, I'm very okay. Uh, I don't know others. 
<laughs> Feel free to share how you are in the comment section. Let's use it as much as we can. Mm -hmm. My name is Penny, mm -hmm. and I want to welcome everyone to the Singles Conference. This is our very first day, our very first session. Thank you for turning up like you promised. I want to thank Pastor John Bosco. I want to thank Pastor Paul for the prayer. And also our speaker today, Papa Davis. Thank you all for being here. I hope you're all being great. There is a question. Today is Singles Conference. Are you single or what is your status? My status will, um, will be known later. <laughs> We've come to learn. <laughs> and uh, you're most welcome. The next session, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be taken by Madame Penina. Just a simple break I'm taking. She's going to come back and take over the rest of the session. We're coming our preacher today, but I'm really, very happy. I send my greetings to Pastor Davis. You read live. I saw you. We're waiting to hear from you. So she will welcome you. And let uh, me take this break. And then after the break, we shall come back with her. Right. Um, the session we are going in is going to we are going to be hearing from our very first speaker. I'm so honored to be welcoming him, Papa Davis. He is an evangelist, and he's going to be sharing with us about biblical love. Yes, Papa Davis. Um, you can say something now. Can you hear me? You're doing great. How are you? I think Pastor Paul can, can mute his microphone. Hello there. Yes, we can hear you. I hope we can, we hear can all hear you. Praise the Lord. So, amen. Yeah, this is Davis. I'm an evangelist. Um, I'm not afraid of the gospel of Christ because it's the power of God and salvation to everyone that believes. So I'm very glad to be here at Heart of Worship, Africa today. Um, I'm very glad and I thank the Lord for this opportunity. So guys, um, uh, yeah, I'll go through what what the Bible speaks about love. So our text today is uh, it's going to come from the book of Colossians, chapter three, verse twelve to verse fourteen. I'll I'll read for you. It says that. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, 
long suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. I'm really very Any sorry. Man, Pastor Davis, can you hear me? Yes, please. Uh, I think your earphones are making a feedback, so there is a way how they make a feedback. If really they disturb, you can just use the phone openly so that we can avoid the feedback. Let me hope it's okay. to be work. All right, let me just. All right. Definitely. Now you're very clear. Everyone? You're very clear now. Pastor Bosco. Yes, you're very, Hello. You're very clear now. Pastor Davis, can you hear? All right. So I was uh, I was reading the text for today. Yeah, I let me. Twelve, which reads, "Put on therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved." Bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness so the word charity in kingdom's version bible it means love so the bible said that above all these things put on charity <clears throat> so yeah uh, the word love love has many meanings according to the world but when we go to the bible the Bible tells us that God is love, so I I don't I don't need a lot of uh, of description how to describe the word love, but I'll go what the Bible tells us about what the Bible tells us in the book of First John, chapter four, verse verse eight and nine. It tells us. I'll read, I'll read for you verse 10, 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. The Bible says that, He that believes on the Son of God hath the witness in, him, in himself that he that believes not God has, has, has made him a liar because he believes not the record that God gave his Son. So the Bible, the Bible is very clear that uh, God, because of His love, He He gave He gave His only begotten Son. So uh, uh, I'll go. I'll read again. I'll read again because I, I I read the wrong scripture. 
All right. Uh, first John, first John chapter four, verse 10, he says, he says that herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and he sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. So because God loved, 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 loved us, he, he gave his son to die for our sins, as we all know as believers, that Jesus Christ died for all our sins. So the Bible tells us in, in, chapter, in verse 8 that he that loves not knoweth not God, for God is love. So someone who does not love, okay, he does not know God, because God is love. So God is love, and we know in the book of uh, of of John, chapter three, verse sixteen, is very clear that because God loves the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. So, because of God's love, lo God's love, it's. Uh, God loves us. He created us. He wants us to fellowship with him. He wants us to glorify him because we are his creation. Okay? And and those ones who believe in him, he says that they are sons of God. When we believe in him, we become sons of God. But so the word love it it has a lot of meaning different to I mean depending on different people how they want to use it but like what we have seen we have seen that god is love god because of his love he created human beings he created every creature but among all the creatures man is is the special one because we become his sons and we were created in his image not animals are not created in the image of god who serpents are not created in the image of God, but it's only man that is created in in the image of God. So this topic it 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 can take a lot of time, okay? But uh, I'll go with things things that are very important for believers. Since we are believers and we want to know what the Bible really speaks about love. So when we go in the book of uh, of First Corinthians chapter thirteen verse verse four to seven, the Bible tells us that love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous, or boastful, or proud, or rude. Love does not demand its own way. It is not irritable irritable and it keeps no record of wrong or of being wronged it does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out love never gives up love loses love never loses faith love is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance so then another thing, someone who loves is not a user. So we have seen that love demands, uh, someone with love has patience 
and his, his kind. Like we, we have seen in the text, the Bible tell, told us to be, to have meekness, to be people who can, who can, who can endure, who have long suffering. We should have, we should be able to endure where you feel like, no, I really have to get out of it, what, because uh, this one, it's over me, I have to get out of it, what, but he, he, someone who loves doesn't give up on, on people that he loves, love endures, love stays, love is hopeful, so for someone you love, you keep on loving them no matter, no matter what they do, but you have to keep loving them, because, for example, for us, even if we are sinners, God had to send his son to come and die for us. It's not, it's not because of anything that we do that can save us, but because of the love of God, he knew how weak we are. He had to, to get a solution for us, how we can be saved. So he gave, he gave his son to come and, and die for us. So true love, demands a lot of patience and we have to be kind to each other we don't have to be jealous to each other we don't have to boast about who we are you know because i'm like this then i'm special what we don't have to be proud and we don't have to be rude to people we love and we have to be patient now for me i'm a married man uh you know majority of uh, this conference is for the singles. So what do I have to tell the singles? So as singles, what you have to do is to endure, endure those feelings. Don't let the lust put you astray, okay? So uh, I, I'm going to speak, to speak about what they call fornication. Fornication, it's when someone sleeps with somebody that is not married to. And all that, it comes because of people misusing the word love. Right now, these days, people use the word love to fulfill their own lusts. And remember the Bible, in this same chapter, it tells us that uh, in, in, here in in, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, he says that mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil conspiring, so that we should mortify. Mortify, it's, it's like to stay away. Okay, it's like you can, you may feel like you, you don't feel, you, you can't live without it, but you can live without it. You can, you, you can abstain from it, you know, you can abstain from it for a good period of time until God, until God gives you, gives you someone who is special. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example of, of my experience. Me, 
I used to love women. <laughs> I used, uh, I, um, this guy who used to love beautiful, beautiful ladies whenever I could see them. Then that that pseudo love used to come, and I feel like, oh, I love this person. Then I go, I vibe her after vibing her. Then you know, then sex because because we know that oh, if you don't if you don't sleep with somebody, then this person does not love you. But all that is a lie. Okay, fornication fornication is not love. What does the Bible say about? Uh, what does it speak about fornication? I'll read for you from the book of of First Corinthians, uh, chapter six. First Corinthians chapter six. Uh, verse 18 to 19, it speaks about fornication. That, uh, verse 18 says, Flee fornication. Every, every sin that a man does is without the body. But he that commits fornication sins against his own body. Verse 19, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not born. So, the Bible tells us, remember the word of God, the word in the Bible, it's God's words. It's where, it's not through dreams, it's not through visions, it's not through what? His word, his message, Everything that he wants us to know, it's written in the So the Bible tells us that we should flee from fornication. We should stop fornicating. We, should, we shouldn't sleep with people. He said that everything that a man does is without the body. But he that commits fornication, Us, when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are indwelt with God the Holy Spirit, meaning that we are a temple of God. Okay, God the Holy Spirit dwells in. Sinning against the the temple of God, so the Bible tells us that we should flee from fornication. Okay, fornication, it's, uh, it's, it's something for us as, as human beings, it's sweet, okay, it's sweet, but the sweetness always comes with bitterness. Someone you commit fornication with, many chances that you have, you won't get married to that person. That's how evil it is. There are people who have slept with more than a hundred women. There are women who have slept with more than a hundred men, but they have not married those people, you know. But when when somebody is engaged, when he's, he's starting to vibe you, he will tell you a lot of things, he will give you a lot of stuff, all that kind of stuff so that he can get to you. But after getting to you, then you become useless. So we have to respect our bodies. We, we have to to know that this body is not ours, okay? It's it's the body, it's a temple of God. So there are things which we have to put away, no matter how sweet they, they may sound, no matter how sweet they are, but we have to 
put them away because when you do what God wants, then there's rewards for that as well. And when you do things which God doesn't doesn't want, God punishes. Those punishments, in, let me tell you, the punishment we have out of fornication, sometimes they are really, really hurting. An example is when you get STDs, when you get AIDS, AIDS it's a disease that can torture someone, someone, someone who was beautiful, he turns to be... Oh, to look like a monster just because of, of that that act, you know. So, not only that, very many people have gotten in trouble, being poor, acid, others have been beaten, others been killed, you know, because of sleeping with somebody's wife or somebody's husband. So many things that come with that. So the Bible tells us that we should flee from fornication. Fornication is not it's not a good thing. So First uh, Corinthians chapter seven tells us what's the solution. Okay, we know that thing. It's a it's a very sweet thing. <laughs> fornication is sweet, but it's it's not it's not when you're not married. The Bible tells us that. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. So to avoid fornication, to flee from it, let, let us get married, okay? Let, let a man marries. If, if this guy tells you that he loves you, if he loves you, then he should marry you, okay? If, if you love him, then arrange and you guys get married okay it's not it's not because it's not about the feelings that we are having right now those are last of the body the devil wants to use this kind of weakness and shows you right stuff oh it's it's nice it, i mean it's between you guys it's between you two and you people you, you even love each other what that's not real love because after sleeping with each other then you are going to start finding out the weaknesses that this person has that the other one has then ah, the next the next step is to to drop to dump that person you know then you are, since it's an act now, then you will go to another person, and the same circle will keep going on. You, you dump, you get used, or you use the other one, you dump, all like that. So you find yourself that you have made yourself a whoremonger. Okay, whoremongering it's not a good thing. So sometimes we fear to get married because because we think we should have. We should be having money. We should be very rich. What? There's one day uh, when uh, when I was in still in the Bible College. So there's one guy who was teaching us. He was from from US. So it was like for me, I wonder Africans. Africans they don't get married because because they they are still poor. But we forget about the blessings of God, okay? God, God knows, God knows that this person is on the 
is doing the right thing. Remember, the devil doesn't like marriage. So he always wants to fight it. He always wants to fight it. But when you get into it, then God is going to protect you. God is going to protect you. He's going to provide a way how you guys are going to prosper in that. If you, have, if you are believing and you, are, you love him, then you are doing what you are faithful to your to your relationship. Then God is going to provide a way how you guys can can live, because we don't pay for the breath that we breathe, but it's because of His grace. Everything that happens is because of His grace, because of His love. He'll always provide a way for us. So. If, if we love each other, if you love somebody, be patient. Wait, wait, wait for the perfect time when you have something and arrange for that marriage. If you're still a young person, then you wait. Wait for the right time and then get married. You know, sex can be sweet today, even after, even after 20 years, it will still be sweet. So... Don't be taken because somebody is giving you something. Then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm messing out my, my life if I don't do this. No, your life doesn't depend on, on, on fornication, but your life depends on God. Actually, when we keep getting into those pseudo love, we just get hurt. Instead of, of being happy, we end up getting hurt. Over and over, over and over, over and over, because very many things are out there just to, to to take you. The devil is always roaming around. He wants someone to take someone who is who is so into fornication. He doesn't even know who is the right person to go with, you know. But he's about okay. How much am I getting? You know, what am I getting from this person? What am I? benefiting from them. So in the book of Hebrew, chapter 13, the Bible tells us, I'll read for you, Hebrew 13, verse 4. It, it doesn't really matter how long you wait to get, to get someone, but you can wait. You can wait, you can wait. God will God God will provide for you someone at the right time. So the Bible tells us marriage is honorable in all and the bed and defiled, but who among us and adulterers God will judge. So marriage is honorable. that is honorable yeah. and the bed is undefiled so if you're not married to that person okay but you think that you love that person and he tells you that he loves you or she tells you that she loves you that's a lie okay if you're sleeping together so if you if if you really love that person you can wait okay the bible tells us that long suffering so that's the long suffering hmm? Have you feeling you want to do something? You really want to do this with her. You want to do this with him, but 
the condition is not allowing you to do it, but you're still loving that person. You're still faithful to that person. Okay, that's long suffering. So he tells us those people who don't, who are not married and they sleep together, they may not be a prostitute that is going out to sell, to sell herself or is going to uh, buy women or what, but just sleeping with this person that you're not married to, it makes you a, a whoremonger because it doesn't guarantee most people. I, I have, I've never found someone who is who has been fornicating with one one lady or one man for 20 years or, or 50 years never you in 50 years or 20 years this person will will give you a number that you can't even imagine i slept with this one i dated this one for this long what they call dating they're sleeping together and they're calling that dating okay sleeping with this one is sleeping with the other one because because it's it's an act that is <laughs> that is is not good in the sight of god it's it's a devil's world so he'll keep using you moving you around here and there here and there tossing you over and over okay so the bible tells us that whoremongers and adulterers god will judge so god he, he has the punishment for for those people, for those acts. We are we are not righteous. There is no one who is righteous in, in this world. No one can say that for me I do good, what what there are very many sins. Okay. But the Bible told told us that those sins, many sins that we do, but they are not of the body. But sex or fornication, it's <laughs> it's it's against the body. Our body and our body is a temple of God. So the Bible tells us that we should flee. But God, God, God did not ordain that that thing for for just the pleasure that we think. But that pleasure can be to join those people who love each other. They decide to stay together they marry each other that's that's honorable okay and when they are married they should stay together okay it's not that oh because i have married this person but now the other lady she looks beautiful than this person she has more than this person oh, this guy oh this guy is more handsome he is he, he can offer this and this then you you start cheating okay no, it shouldn't be like that. In the Bible, the Bible tells us that someone, uh, someone, oh, love does not happen because this person has this or that. Love is it's an it's something that is unconditional. God, because He loved us, He. love when you love that love should be unconditional if you love that guy you can avoid fornication wait for that right time and you get married so that you can enjoy you can enjoy the unfailed life but if you do it out of marriage you are failing your yourself okay if you are doing it to this lady 
or this lady is is doing it to the other guy this you are defiling someone's husband or you are defiling someone's future future wife so those things are things that the lord tell, tells us that we should avoid we should avoid those things okay adultery is very bad whoremongering is very bad okay because we are using the body that is a temple of god so now i think we all understand about fornication now uh, okay i'll, I'll speak something here so many people don't like they don't know fornication okay why because in the bible most bibles most bibles it's not indicated like that it's hidden okay they they sexual immorality sexual immorality is different from fornication okay kjv speaks about fornication it's straight straightforward okay fornication means to have sex okay sex some fornication but sexual immorality it's something almost promoting evil forces somebody to get into an act okay but with each other which is wrong okay the bible says that the love which is undefiled the bed that is undefiled it's when two people are married so it's married it's not immorality immorality it's when you force somebody if you have not agreed upon something and you do it no that's hiding the truth we don't have to hide the truth the bible says we should flee from fornication okay it's not only sexual immorality but we should flee from fornication all right so we are on topic of love okay fornication is not love love is someone who who long suffering someone who can and you are someone who is patient with with someone okay if you love that person be patient at the right time you love them if you don't love them then you not be kind to them you'll use their body and after dump them and after you know you play them play with this one play with the other one but if you love that person you'll be patient with her you'll be patient with him until you get married and then you can enjoy life you can be blessed by the lord okay so the bible said that love is not injustice okay many people they they like someone will tell you that he, he loves you but what he's doing it, it, it does not show that this person loves okay there are many things so the bible, uh, i will speak about the uh, there are some points here which which we, we would like to take um someone can how, how how can you love people you don't even like because the bible tells us that we should love one another 
okay you should love you should love god then you should love your neighbor you know so sometimes you can ask yourself how can how can i love people you don't even like you know that's a very very complicated thing you know to love someone that you don't even like is someone that you don't even know so the Bible tells us in in First John First John four nineteen that we love Him because He first loved us. We love God because He first loved us. But how how do we love people that that we don't that we don't know? Okay, people who don't love us. Okay, how do we love them? So that's uh, that's a big question. So uh, my my answer to that is. Uh, God, God loved us not because we love Him, but He, He, it's on us who love Him because He first loved us. But for Him, He loves us the way we are. He doesn't. There's nothing that we can do to attract Him to love us. No, there's nothing, nothing we can really do to attract God. God's love towards us, but because of His love, it's impersonal, it's uh, it's unconditional. He loved us. So, when if we want to love other people, <clears throat> we really have to know more about God. We need to love. We need to understand more about God, about God's love. And there is no way we can understand God's love without reading His Word. Okay, the Bible. The Bible is God's Word. Okay, if you love, if you learn him, if you learn, if you learn more about him, you're going to start loving him. You're going to start understanding his character. Then you're going to reflect it back to, to other people. Loving them does not mean that oh, now you have to do this for every to everyone. What? No, you, you can love people. the truth okay being patient with them okay by being kind to them, okay. not fighting with them, not lying to them, okay, by you living in the truth, okay. okay. It's one. It's one way of loving other people, okay? Because and by not 
giving up on, on, on them. But they will die. If you are an unbeliever, it's fine. It's fine and be learn for you. Don't let them believe how. But if they go, but if they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, oh, no matter how attractive that person is, if he trusts in Christ alone for salvation, that person is not your right date. He's not your right husband or wife that, that the devil is trying to get. Let's check the book Peter's page. For you here. And above all things, Have charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. So, when we have love among ourselves, there are many sins for example if i love this person i'm going to defile her body okay i'm going to because love her i won't defile it waste her future i will respect her body If you love him, you are not going to steal from this person. Kill this person because you don't have, you don't want to be killed. You, yeah, if you love someone, you should wait. You love yourself. The Bible tells us, love your neighbor the way you love yourself. If you I think the network is really very, very <laughs> hectic, disturbing our preacher. But let's believe that uh, he will be back uh, for these few minutes. Penny, do you want to say anything about the discussed things already? Um, what can you really talk about? A few of points that are being discussed if um, you really observed some. Um, I've, I've already learned so much from what the preacher has been 
we have nothing to attract God to us, but he loves us. He first loved us, but we don't even have anything. We are sinners, <laughs> you know? The fact that God loves us, Loving one another unconditionally. It's not easy to love someone. When they have done nothing in your life, like you feel like you know they have actually wronged you. To it's it's hard to love someone who has wronged you, but because God loved us, and they have nothing really to attract Him to us. That has been a very very very. Um, key point for me. <laughs> I can see. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Pastor Paul. Uh, what is your take from really what you've had? Uh, if at all you can try to um, to give your observations, what are some of your opinions? By the grace of God, yes, Pastor Paul. Kizito Paul. Yes, Musumba. You unmute your microphone and then you can speak. Okay, I think Nayebi Mutwala. We were to get a Nayechikayemutwala, but anyway, let's uh, glorify the Living Father for that wonderful preaching and teaching. Uh, of the two, there must be one. Either the network has got off or the um, maybe MPs or data, but we thank God. That is Pastor Davis from Uganda. He has tried to execute his points about this. Guys, you've heard about love. One of the things, the outstanding things that um, I've discovered is all about knowing that love is unconditional. I always use this word, and <laughs> I tell so many people about this. I tell them that the true love has to be unconditional. When someone says anything which is conditional in your relationship, in your friendship, or what, because love does not apply to only girls and boys but applies in our friendships in life. Matthew, Matthew okay, chapter 5, verse, uh, verse, verse 43 to 44, it says, only through Christ we can develop the love for your enemy and your neighbor. So, <laughs> that love, to love your enemy and, and all the neighbors, it's only through Christ. Like I said, we have to know Christ so that we can do things that are great. When you know Christ, and by knowing, how do we know Christ? It's through learning the word of God, through reading the word of God through fellowshipping with believers, you know, attending this, this kind of conferences, we, we always learn something from different 
print people. Okay, so God speaks. speaks through us through his word so if, if people are, uh, are speaking about the word then it's good to open our ears to listen what the word says okay and it's good for us to read the bible ourselves, to have our daily devotions and so that and learn more, more about we love when we learn more about when we character of loving our neighbors loving our means even because you know that is against me there's nothing we can if if i'm a child okay? yeah god knows and he's our child so understand that this enemy but there's nothing to do. It's than everyone. So let's learn more about God so that we can get to know and more. Um, so another question that someone can ask himself: How how can how can how can you learn to receive love? How can you learn to receive love? I'll give you an example of washed the, uh, the feet, the feet of, uh, of all his disciples. So when you go to Peter, <laughs> Peter was. Let, let's read the word itself. It's uh, John thirteen, verse eight. Verse eight. Uh, Peter saith unto him, "If I wash, if I wash thee." So Peter, Peter did want, he was like, because he knew that Jesus is, uh, is God and he knew how great he is. So he was like, oh, how, can, how can God wash my feet? Okay. Mm. So he was like, no, but God, Jesus told him that it's, if I don't wash your, your feet, how that you, you will not be part of me? Because God tells us that we should, we should serve others, okay? And by serving others, he gave an example by washing his feet. So that's how we 
have to be that extent of being feet. You know, everyone feet, but the service that you can render for the thing that we which is that you see is dying oh you see past fall say oh do this near that much no have an and them because of Okay, the network is letting us down, but by the grace of God, we shall make it. <laughs> yeah, where he is, I think the network is very, very poor. So, uh, if Pastor John Paul, you're there and you can speak, please send me a thumb or you can send me a message that yes or not. If where you are, it's not good, you can again send me a message and I say it's not good. Just here in the comment section. I would like to ask more questions. Let me request if Maria Goletti, you can really even participate. I just want to ask just very few questions uh, with you guys. Maria Goletti, you can send me a message again on the comment section. If at all okay, you can receive you, the love. So the, um, another uh, question. Do you hear me very well? Okay, I'm waiting for your messages, guys. I want to know whether you hear everything very well. That's what I'm asking. Do you hear me very well? Yes, I can hear you well. I don't know about the other people, but I can hear okay, you. Okay, Pastor, Pastor Davis, can you now hear me? Please let me go to see. Pastor Davis, can you hear me now? Hello. Yes, Pastor. I hope we are still together. I'm always done here. Uh, I'm almost done. Oh, but what I was asking, do you hear me yeah, now? So I was. Uh, Yeah. Another question that oh, his network is someone there. can ask him so about or someone can ask you. Why should I love God? Why should I love God? The Bible tells us, chapter 6, verse, verse with all your heart. Okay. God, it helps us to live the Lord. Then you are going to have a meaningful life. Why? Because when you, when you love him, you are going to reflect that love to other people. Okay. And uh, 
And when you love them, then there are many sins that you are not going to get involved in because you love them the way you love your soul. Read in the book of First Peter that that uh, love covers multitudes of sin, and that love starts with loving God. When we love Him, then we get to learn how to love others. Okay. So uh, let's go to the book of uh, Joshua. Okay, that's how. Let's see what uh, the Bible tells us. I think we need to. Be, I, I think we need to send him the message of that course. his network has already been interrupted. I think. I think he's. I'm going to go right in, with us. Uh, with the network. Just I don't know how he's going to, to handle that. Verse, verse 5. That, but take diligent heed to do the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you to, the, to love the Lord your God and to walk in in all his ways and to keep his commandments and to cleave unto him and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Mm -hmm. So the Bible tells us to keep his commandments. Okay. So the commandments of God, like it's written, the commandments of God. Uh, in the book of of uh, Mark, Mark verse Mark, Mark verse twelve, and in chapter twelve, verse twenty nine to thirty one, if you read that scripture, it tells us that the most important commandment of all is love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. When you love God. The network is disturbing. Sorry about that. Yeah. So uh, the the Bible said in the book of of Mark of Mark twelve verse twenty nine thirty one that the most important commandment is love the Lord and your neighbor. Like we said, when you love the Lord. And you love your neighbor, then there are many sins that you are not going to commit because you love them the way you love yourself. Okay, when you love somebody the way you love yourself, things that you don't want to be done to you. Love God. Loving God is to know, you know, 
listen to the preachings. Listen to his preachings, listen to attend these kind of conferences which are biblical, then you are going to know to love God because you are going to know more about what he likes and what he dislikes. And that one is going to develop your love for others as well. And there are many things that we are going to find ourselves not committing that are bad in the sight of God. Remember, we, we love God because he first loved us. We love God because he first loved us. Um, we'll go to another question. What can I know that God, how, how can I know that God really loves me? How can I know that God really loves me? I'll, I'll just go by John 3.16, what he tells us. John, John 3.16, he said that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If we go to First John, tells us he loved us. Okay. If we go to Romans, let, let's, let me read for you Romans 8. Romans 8, 38. It's, it's very clear. When you love God, when, when you believe in him, there are many things that he does for us. He said in Romans 8, verse, uh, 38, that for I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So when we love when we love God and we are believers, we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? We are, we are his sons, okay? We are children of God, okay? And when you are a child of God, there is nothing that can separate us. Nothing that can separate us from the love of God. God's love is everlasting. It's not temporary. Okay. That oh, if I love God and now this happens, then how how can He still loves me? His love is unconditional. All you have to do to believe, to trust in Him, have faith in Him. Okay. Like He said, that one of the characters of love is to be faithful to. To have faith in him, okay, to have to be hopeful, okay. So if you have hope, you trust in the Lord, there's nothing that can separate you from his love. No powers, no principalities, angels. Even life, even death cannot separate you, okay? 
Things which are present cannot separate you. Things which are to come cannot separate you. Height cannot, depth cannot, no any other creature shall be able. So nothing can separate us from the love of God. So God loves us, and when he loves us, he gives us life eternal. His love, his love is eternal. His grace is always upon us, always. So God's love is great, and he gives us when we believe, remember, we dwelt with God, the Holy Spirit. He lives with us. He, he, he helps us to understand more about God. He teaches us and He leads us in every step, every step in, in our life. So uh, we, are soon, we are soon ending here. One may ask you, okay, it can be, how should I show my love to God? That how, how can you show your love to God? How? So the Bible tells us in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 10, verse 42. I'll also go get there and, and read and read for you. Matthew 10, 42. Matthew 10, 42. He reads, and whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no ways lose his reward. Okay. So how do we how, how do we show our love to God? Oh sharing. Like I said, sharing love to the needy people, okay? He tells us that even if somebody gives a cup to, a, to, those, to one of those little ones, okay? In the name of his disciple. So someone who shares... Someone who serves God, you know that this person is in need of something. Most of the time, not saved. Then sharing, to sharing the gospel to people who are needy. Someone who is in need is that that person who is not saved. Some. Then sharing, to sharing the gospel to people who are needy. Someone who is in need is that, that person who is more who is then sharing to sharing the gospel to people who are needy. Someone who is in need is that, that person who is not saved to people who are in need. Someone who is in need is that, that person who is in need. That person is going to hell. So you have to tell them the truth. Then sharing. Okay, you see someone is in need. And for you, you just keep quiet. And sometimes someone...
someone fails to give somebody and ends up done. As we told you, network issues, that's the only problem, the challenge, but let's pray that uh, this finishes very well. But for the next, next sessions, of course, we are going to even alert other speakers. They need to look for the better, better press or a position for the Meaningful. next back. <laughs> in in, in John, John chapter 21, verse 15 to 17, I remember Jesus Christ. Uh, let me go and read for you there. John uh, 21, verse 15 to 15. 21, verse 15. So when they had, they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, more than him, ye Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. He is, verse 16, he said that he said to him, Again. Ye, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. And he said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was, grie was grieved because he said to him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said, and him, Lord, thou knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. So Jesus here was, was showing us that to love him, we have to feed his sheep. Like we, we all know that his sheep. Those are, let me say, believers, okay, who might, yeah, so for believers, they need to learn more of his word. We have to feed on his word, okay, to learn more about him, okay. Then we have to feed these other people. We have to tell them the truth. We have to tell them the word, okay. We have to tell them the word. Uh, Peter, he was uh, he was named a pillar, okay. He was named a pillar. Send the gospel. If you, if you read the books of of Peter, they are they are really good. Two small books, but very very good. I like Peter's character. <laughs> I like Peter's character in the Bible. 
Bita was uh, was an amazing guy, you know. That guy was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, to show that we love God, we have to tell others about the truth. We have to tell others about the truth. The truth is very important. And the word of God is very important. Everyone, everyone, I mean, deserves it. Deserves to hear the truth. And not everyone that mentions Christ, Christ, that knows the, know, knows the truth. So for you who, who knows the truth, let it be out there. Okay. Those ones who say, Lord, Lord, not everyone, not everyone. Then for married people, for married people, what, how does God expect a husband and wife? What kind of love does he expect from them? Let's, uh, let's check on in the book of Songs of Solomon or Songs of Songs. That book, it's, it's a very awesome book for people <laughs> who love each other. To, yeah, it's a book that can really show you what, what, what God wants us to know about love. To learn how to handle our partners. So, uh, Songs of Solomon, verse 8. I'll read for you. I'll, I'll read for you, verse 6, verse 6. That they teeth are as, as a flock of sheep which go up from the washing, the, whereof everyone beareth twins, and there is not one barren among them. As a piece of pomegranate are they temples within their locks. There are three score queens and four score conchbines and virgins without number. My dove, my undefiled, is but one. She is the only one of her mother. She is the choice, choice one of her that bear, bear her. The daughters saw her and blessed her. Yeah, the queens and the concubines and they praised her. So, <laughs> a husband and a wife, actually, no matter how many queens and how many beautiful, let me say, how many beautiful women, women that are out there, and no matter how handsome guys are out there, these two people must live together. They must live together. They must blind their eyes on what's out there. Okay. They must blame their eye from what's out there. So the, it's like a seal of, of, of our heart for love as strong as death. So the love must be strong, very strong. 
because when 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 we when you get married there's that seal when you vow that's a vow something that you're making that it will never break so don't break that no matter what kind of obstacles that comes across but you have to be faithful and you have to stay focused on on the lord and yeah knowing how god loved us and how how you have to love others as well so if you if you're loved you have you have a husband or you have a wife then you guys should not break that seal that you have sealed so it's something that has to be permanent in the book of ephesians uh, we are soon finishing here uh, in the book of ephesians uh, ephesians chapter 5 verse 24 to 25 the bible tells us how the couples or the married people should live together he says uh, he tells us that husbands love your wives even as christ also loved the church and gave himself for it so husbands husbands are to love their wives the way christ loved the church mm -hmm. If we, if we read the 20, uh, verse 24, he says, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Mm. So, Christ loved the church and he gave himself for us. Jesus Christ died for us because he loved us. So, it's the same way how husbands should love our waves we have to love our waves unconditionally we have to be able to sacrifice ourselves for that christ has loved the church and he gave himself for us so the waves the response to that they have to they have to submit themselves they have to to love us they have to they have to be to love us faithfully they don't have to move around to look look around they have to obey they have to be submissive so how we as husbands we have to love to love them they we have to know that they are weaker vessels we have to know that they are not slaves okay the other people he, he, when they are married he knows that oh now i have i have myself a, a slave you know <laughs> and starts torturing this person what no respect you have to you have to respect that person. You have to love her like the way Christ loved us. And for a woman, she also has to give reverence to her husband. She really has to love him alone. And she has to obey him and she has to respect him 100%. Because God joined the two. And uh, the husband is the head of the family. 
so he, he, he has he should get the full respect for that and he should also respect his wife yeah so uh, okay then uh, the second last question is how can God say he loves his people or his children while he punishes them okay so we as as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ we are saved there's nothing which can take us away from his hands nothing at all okay but it does not give us a freedom to go and commit sins the way we want that oh because i'm saved then i can do this i can do that i can do no the bible tells us that god punishes his children let's 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 uh, go in the book of hebrew hebrew chapter 12 verse 6 to 11 he speaks about how he punishes those he loves those who he receives he speaks about punishing the ones he receives okay who who does god receive those ones who believe in him when we believe in the lord jesus christ we are saved we have everlasting life everlasting life it means it's life that is that will never end okay so having that life does not mean that now we should be disobedient okay the bible says in in the book of you read from from verse from verse 6 all the way to 12 he say to 11 he says for whom the lord loveth he just is every son whom he received that those those ones that the lord he scourges them he punishes them he pun he punishes every son that he receives remember the book of john chapter 1 verse verse 12 he says that those ones who believe in him they are sons of god So he say that if ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as his, as with sons. For what son is he whom he first? punish of course they are not his sons who are not his sons those ones who don't believe in him okay you can be there and you see and and you see people are doing scenes but those guys are unbelievers an unbeliever he, he doesn't get the punishment from god the punishment that you get from god because for them they are already condemned okay like the bible say that those ones
because they believe not in the name of the Son of God. So those ones, they are not his son, but those ones who believe in him, they are his sons. And when you are the son of God and you do something wrong, God is going to chastise you. He's going to give you punishment. Okay. He says, as the parents, our parents here on earth, like the way they punish us is the same way he's going, he also punishes his sons. Let's continue reading here. But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are, all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons? Okay. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we have, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For a, for they verily for a few days us after their own pleasure but for he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness now not chastening for the present seems to be joyous but grievous nevertheless afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So, for example, like like our parents, they have punished us when whenever whenever we did something wrong when we are young, and some of them they even punished us for their own pleasures. Okay, but God, He He gives us punishment so that we can yield good fruit okay so when when god when you do something wrong god will punish you so that you can learn and know we tell again when you don't do it again remember anything good that you do when you're a believer then there's a reward for it if you do something wrong you will not get reward, rewarded for that those uh, the bible tells us there after being then our the works which are wood and straw and their works which are gold and silver okay we know that gold and silver cannot be burned but wood and hay can wood straw and hay that one can be burned so those are the, the works which are which are burned uh, if we do something wrong, something which is bad, that's wood and straw and 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 straw and and which 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 are going to be banned. So there is no reward on that. But if you do something which is good, then God is going to reward you for that. It rewards and 
If you do good, then you do well. If you do bad, you are going to be punished. Mm-hmm. But you are still his son because you believe in him. Okay. What does promise us? Promises for it. Isaiah 56 verse 4. Then after that we'll we'll conclude with uh with Romans 8 verse 39. Well we've already read four. Reads, and even to your old I am he and even to will I carry you I will I have made and I will bear. Even I will carry and I will deliver you. So a vast remnant of the house of Israel, which are born by, by me from the belly, which are carried from the womb. Even to Yeah, I think we lost our preacher again. I think we lost our preacher again, but it's getting heated up in the comment section. <laughs> I can see people talking about different kinds of love. Can you just elaborate, Mrs. Maria Goretti, the kind of love that has not yet reached in Uganda? <laughs> Musumba, forever and ever, he will be with us, and nothing can separate us from his love towards us. So, love, we, we know that love is God. God is love. And those ones who love God, they know him. Those ones who don't love God, they don't. Those ones who don't love, they don't love God. Okay, but those ones who love, they love God because God is love. So we should express our love towards others. Like the way we love ourselves is the same way we should love our neighbors. The same way we should love other people. Meaning, what what we don't want to be done to us we don't wish it to be done to others. And when you have that in your mind, when you don't want something to be done, something wrong to be done to you, and you don't do it to someone else, then you're going to live in peace. You're going to have peace with others. So it's been great to have this fellowship with you guys. I'm going to 
pray for this preaching. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I'm going to pray for this preaching. Then uh, the host can continue. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for the message that we have shared. We pray that it works in our lives and we reflect it to our neighbors and to everyone in this world. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you for giving us your word. Father, we pray through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Davis, for the wonderful word that you've given to us. Indeed, it has been awesome. Michael Muhammad, you're most welcome. So many people here, Jovi, Red Girl. I don't know why you're calling yourself Red Girl. Pastor Kweza Boki, thank you so much. Maria Goretti, thank you so much for joining this afternoon. No, this morning. <laughs> God's love. Uh, who else can I mention here? Some people, they will get annoyed of me if I don't talk about their names. Uh, that is uh, Davis, David Tone from Kasese. Then we have Fevert JJ3041819Y. Okay, I'll mention all those, whatever. Our moderator, Penny, thank you so much. Fisik Chula, Stephanie, Frim Poma. Uh, Katie Glory, all of you, thank you so much for uh, listening to us. Uh, Katusime, Ivan, thank you so much. May God bless you so much. IYFVDU, who is that? Guys, put your name so that next time we can feel, uh, so that next time it can be really very, very easy uh, for us to read your name. Saina, armed, armed. All oh, those are names. Gilbert Ousu Poku. Thank you so much uh, for joining this after all this morning. Betty Narugara Fellowship Bible Church. Thank you so much. Wow, this is so awesome. Ah, hmm. ah anyway, Akosomo. Akosomo. And even that is a name. John Paul Chizito. Thank you so much. John Paul is preaching tomorrow morning. And we are going to be so much blessed to hear from him. Who else can I mention here? I've mentioned the most of people. Guys, you really, you've turned up so, so many. Thank you so much for loving God. Thank you so much for uh, being online. We are having the next session, which is going to start at nine, at three. And from three up to uh, six. Yeah, up to six, something like that. Yeah, it takes just some little time and we are having pastor edward from german he's going to be teaching uh on the same theme by the grace of god so tell people who have missed that they should not miss for the next session let me hand over the microphone to uh madame penny she would like to have some interviews with other people uh, who are listening right now feel free to call in guys when you look at the interface there is ash call in please choose any call that you, you want as long as it doesn't have anyone yeah as long as there is no anyone there are those four calls that are remaining please feel free 
to tap on it we shall be able to let you in you come live you can ask a question you can even give your opinion and we would like to hear from you always these last five minutes we use them to hear from you and this session is always run by penny by the grace of god yes penny uh it's your microphone right now i withdraw Thank you, Pastor John Bosco, for saying everything that I wanted to say <laughs> and then handing over the microphone. <laughs> no, that's not big fair. <laughs> and then handing over the microphone. But I want to thank everyone. Thank you so much for being active in the comment section. People are... It shows that you are following. It shows that you are following. Heather, I'm not sure about this Kasese love and Central Uganda love. You guys will have to come and explain more about <laughs> that. I want to encourage us to, uh, right now is that time. If you have any questions, if you have anything that you want to add on, you can go ahead, tap that call-in button. As long as it doesn't have a person's picture or anyone's name, just go ahead and tap in and say something to us. You can, uh, maybe you want to add on something from what Papa Davis has taught, maybe you want to ask a question. So please use this chance. I can see Jovi Red Girl. Yes, Jovi, how are you? Jovi. I think she has network issues or if you have your earphones in Jovi, first try removing them and we see how that works. All right, as we wait for Jovia to connect, in our WhatsApp group, uh, we have some questions, Papa. So... This question goes to you. I'll pick one. It says, someone someone was asking that when still in courtship, in which way can one be supportive? Papa Davis, if you can hear me, there is a question here. It says, when still in courtship, in which way can one be supportive? That question let goes to Pastor David Tony. I think Pastor David's his network is not allowing him for us to hear him. Or he doesn't hear us. So <laughs> the questions shoot them to Pastor David Tony. He's already live. Uh repeat again. Repeat again, John Bosco, the question. Um hello, Pastor David Pastor. David. Yes, I'm getting you. Yes, uh, we have a question here. It says, when still in courtship, in which way can one be supportive? Uh, yeah, well, what I know with courtship, uh, this is the 
of knowing someone. Uh, and uh, during this time, we, we look out to find out about the positive, you know, good things, uh, how weak we are, how... It's also another time of growing and really defining what you really want to get into. For example, you will discover that the partner you are really uh, talking to or you are really seeing, for example, uh, is weak in areas, for example, uh, anger. Um, and then you come in and, you know, say, for example, when we were moving together in the taxi, I saw you so angry with, with some people. And can I help you, for example, to solve that? Because if you continue being so hungry to, to people around you, we'll probably have problems, maybe with me. Uh, it also helps in terms of our um, behaviors. You know, if you date a guy, for example, who does not shower, and you shower, you'll have to explain clearly how is cleanliness going to help us in marriage so it's supposed in so many things even when it comes to actually working we have men who don't know how to save and as you are dating this guy and you see how he's spending money recklessly you can help by drawing up a plan for him on how he can spend his money very well in that way you are supporting each other that by the time you you know decide to say i do you already know the person, you already know the strength, you already know the weakness. So I can maybe talk about that for now. That there are so many ways. All right, thanks, Pastor. Uh, that also brings me to another question. Mm. That uh, if I find this person, okay, he's not showering, he's not, you know, He's, he's <laughs> he has his weaknesses, right? <laughs> yeah. And I try to correct him, and he's not ready to change from that. What happens? Well, it you have to try. Remember, in courtship, you are already not married. Actually, you can break so many courtship, uh, you know, engagement, you know um you can break so many of them because if you don't break so many of them you are going to enter into a marriage that you are going to get confused and disturbed for the rest of your life marriage is something you enter and you are not coming out so in courtship is where you can say okay to some things and if some things can't change you are 100 percent right to leave that partner don't stick to, to, to a wrong relationship. If the guy has decided not to shower and to bathe, I don't think you will like it and it will frustrate your marriage. In case there are no changes of improvement and you have talked to so many of his friends and it does not change, that can be a reason actually for quitting that relationship. Okay? All right. Thank you so much, Pastor David, for that question. We are giving...
you are saying something i think her network is uh i've, I've just taken her off but again that is very good uh pastor david just one more question and we and we wind up uh the one that i've just gotten right now it is burning from someone and this person wanted to be clarified a bit um this is what it says it says that how can a long distance relationship be maintained or handled and within relationship that's how they have phrased the question so i don't know whether you've gotten it but could you please clarify how can someone really maintain a, a long distance relationship some people they get themselves from uh, maybe the girlfriend is in the other country or the boyfriend is in the other country and someone else is in the other country so how can they really ma uh, maintain and control about that yes sir yeah well that's a very good question but my opinion would be why do you have to go for a long relationship i wouldn't advise someone to really opt for a long relationship because of so many reasons pastor david i'm very sorry one to it is going to be you. <laughs> because we have categories there yes. are those that already saw themselves maybe when they were still to get when they were still near themselves maybe the same country for some reasons okay we have those categories someone has gotten in some uh someone for maybe through social media others they knew themselves before but just because after some time the uh one goes to another country maybe for work maybe to look for green pastures and so on so maybe you handle it in those categories <laughs> it's just my opinion yeah i was going to to reach there first of all for those that are already not in a long relationship i advise you not to start one because it is very expensive uh there is a lot of temptations there are people cannot stay near people they can't stay near people they don't love they always want to be near them you have to first wear yourself are you that patient person because you know a long relationship means see not seeing each other for maybe a month or three months or you are ever on whatsapp what happens when you know data goes off what happens when there is change in you know so many things that one I wouldn't advise someone who is not yet with that person to start it. It has so many challenges. Then for those that already in it, you have to work out something that it does not take long. You have to, to start asking questions. When are you coming to stay with me? When are you, you know, finishing that? When are you, when are you coming back to Uganda? When are you, you have to start talking about that. Because if a long relationship that takes more than one year, two years, three years, we will be giving in gap or space for temptations to come in. Women, I don't know the ladies out there, but women always want to be near people who, who love us and they talk so good things about us. So in that process, you may end up, you know, feeling for someone, you who's you know saying hi whom you can see even though you had you know kilograms of love for the other person it's going to be real hard if you are going to marry someone make a decision and commit to staying near that person 
in case uh is to go and work abroad you have to to share it clearly and the guy should know the consequences of you know leaving that far i have tried to you know bring it up and maybe the rest can add him something okay thank you so much uh pastor tony that's so much great ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for up to this hour let's wait for the next session pastor edward from germany is going to be communicating to us from three so tell your neighbor inform your neighbor and really we are going to continue learning the first session is done may god bless you so much thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and thank you have a good day maybe uh john bosco before you go okay. uh could you maybe as you are starting the next session okay.